Hello everyone and welcome to another Golden Age Stories um, stream. We are playing Mage the Ascension Technogate 1999 um, where we had less, last left our heroes. They had um, done kind of a singing episode <laughs> where reality got kind of bent all out of shape um, and uh, they ended up basically taking on a um, a vampire that claims that he is trying to destroy the source of vicissitude. Um, and he believes it to be on the planet that the um, people are trying, or the, the heroes are trying to currently go to. Um, so we're starting off with them back on their ship. Um, they have the vampire in a room, um, you know, kind of locked up, and the crew believes that he is a human that they picked up in this realm that helped them, you know, break the the spell around the ship that made it crash land. Um, and now you guys are back off into outer space. Um, you are on day two of your three-week trip. Um, to the planet of the f of flesh, and uh, we're gonna kind of start off there. So let's uh, go ahead and do a little bit of a, a round here. Um, so starting off with uh, Phaedra, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a description of your character and a little background? Uh, are you with us, Phaedra? Or I... oh, can you not hear me? Nope, oh, I can Hold hear on. you now. Okay, uh, Phaedra is a twenty-seven-year-old. Black female from Vegas. He joined the tech to hunt down. You're starting to break in and out a little bit. Can you hear me? I am on phone instead <laughs> of my computer. <laughs> uh, should I just start over? Uh, yeah, let's yeah, let's try mm -hmm. let's try one more time. Um, Phaedra is a 27-year-old black female from Vegas. He will track down her mother's mother up here and join the technology in order to defeat him. Uh, she is a progenitor, a scientific mage, I guess. Uh, her appearance is usually super disheveled, whereas that's my character. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, sorry. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah, the the phone is always a always a rough thing to use for. <laughs> it's it's like it it cuts you off after a little while. It'll let you talk, but then it like kind of just goes dead after a little while. Uh, just stops stops picking up the the sound anyways um we'll go ahead and move on here and um so let's go to um taiko tell us a little bit about your character and uh in a description uh taiko is a 24 25 year old white man tall lanky uh he's always wearing big goggle type glasses and lots of uh retro futuristic stuff that you would see in like old sci-fi movies uh, lots of metallics. Uh, he grew up in the Madison Construct. His mother worked for the uh, R&D department, uh, designing techno gadgets, hypertech. And his father was the legendary adventurer 
Buck Samsonite, who disappeared when Tycho was only five years old uh, on a mission uh, in space somewhere. And uh, around the age of uh, 18, Tycho was uh, wrapped up into an adventure with some werewolves, and he ran around in the Umbra for about four or five years and just recently came back. And his mom got him a job on a Technogate team. And uh, now we're here. Awesome. And uh, Robert, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about your character. Uh, Robert Kell is a pretty mild-mannered, ordinary-looking guy. Uh, average height, average build. Uh, just white guy, kind of short, slicked-back hair, always wearing a suit. Always looking ready to go to work. Um, always carrying a big briefcase with him, but not really doesn't really stand out in a crowd exactly. Um, didn't really ever have much experience with the more uh, eccentric side of the technocracy. I guess you could say um, was brought in to uh, assist with the Technogate group and kind of dove in to the deep end and has been trying to deal with it since. Awesome. All right. And uh, Malachi, tell us a little bit about your character. Yeah, Malachi is uh, late 20s, uh, six foot, disheveled. I likes to wear jeans and flannels. He uh, grew up in a military household, got noticed by the technocracy. Um, had made some friends with, uh, unbeknownst to him at the time, some reality deviants, which ended up putting him in hot water with the technocracy. He got shifted uh, sideways, um, where he was put onto security detail for the civilian team TG42. Sweet, yeah. All right, so this is Team uh, TG Team 42. They are of the technocratic construct Technogate, uh, which is out of Madison, Wisconsin. Um, it is a void engineer construct that uh, basically has a black hole that they have in, in, encased in a machine that allows them to transport across the greater reaches of space and other dimensions. So, um, you guys are on the ship. What... Um, now that you guys are kind of, the spell is kind of worn off a little bit and you're more um, kind of back to it, um, Robert, I want you, though, to make a willpower roll, difficulty of eight. Because um, he was in some kind of weird trancey type thing that he was going through in the last episode. So um, we're going to see if we can get him out of this uh this marauder state that he's kind of entered himself into. I think you're on uh, mute if you're talking. I have been talking to you on mute. All right. Mm -hmm. I, I found my willpower button all on my own. So I'm just about to click it. And. Wow. Oh. No successes. All right. Um, I am going to allow you to do that again at a difficulty of nine now. This, sh this should go well. You do have the ability to spend a willpower point. Yeah, can I spend a willpower on a willpower roll? Yes, you Because I would like to. All Absolutely. right, I'm going to do that. That's one success That's, right there. That is. That is your one success that you needed in order to accomplish the task. You kind of break yourself 
from the trance in the end and it kind of like dispels like you know a lot of um the feelings that you guys kind of had of just freedom of reality to be able to bend it to your to your whimsical musical whims um and uh now you guys are kind of back to normal you've got a vampire in your hold you're heading to a planet of flesh that supposedly is the origin of vicissitude um what 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 do you want to do now um i guess the the crew kind of thinks that he's a human um that you found on the planet uh i think we should have a conference and talk about how we're gonna play this uh does anybody have any concerns so many i can't even articulate the uh, many is the first concern that we have a very powerful vampire on board? Uncontrolled. Well, he he wants something that, you know, in order to get off of his realm, his planet, sorry, uh, we, we kind of needed his help, right? Yeah, and he kind of seems to want our help a little bit, at least to to find this place. Yeah. Uh, Phaedra, what was, what was this whole thing about vicissitude? I'm not sure I totally understand that. Is that some sort of vampire thing? It's, it is, and yet it isn't, from what I can get. Uh, when I drank that vibe, I had a sense. You had a sense that what? It felt like something entered my you know? Almost parasitic. Have, have we studied that? I'm working on it. And, and what did we learn from Alucard on his planet? It was, it was something like this this power that some vampires have isn't actually vampiric. It's it's some sort of disease that they have. It's a parasite. Symbiotic. I think you said symbiotic. <laughs> Just got to yell into that phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So so how are we dealing with the vampire? Where what what's the the current situation? He's got his own room, and we told him to pretend to be a human. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that uh, as long as we play nice, um, he can uh, also be be nice. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the words coming like out of my mouth. Would anyone else? <laughs> Don't allow him in my life. Okay, so he's not allowed in your lab. Well, and like the armory and the the bridge and you know the, the engine room, any place where there's important stuff. He should just stay in his room and the mess, I guess, the mess hall. Okay, so he has access to the common areas. Yep. Okay. Maybe one of us should go and explain that to him. Robert. Oh yeah, I mean. Why not? I I kind of got yeah. us into this. By the way, Robert, how how are you feeling? Uh, 
you know, I I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little maybe too good. So I'm 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 reining it in, I think. How are you guys feeling? Cuz I mean, I'm 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 going to put it out there you belted that. Yeah, I was going to I was going to ask did I did I sing? You did repeatedly. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's kind of blurry, but uh yeah, I remember bits. Phaedra, were you like testing something out while we were out there? Things just kinda got a little weird. Weird is an under but yes. You know, right. maybe uh while while you go to talk to Alucard, maybe we uh do some some science and uh, scan our minds to see what happened. Yeah, I definitely plan on on doing a quick uh, scan on myself as well, but I think I'll go make sure our guest isn't trying to break out already or something. Yeah, I I will go with you as. Uh, yeah, I would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And while you're doing that, I'll uh, I'll go make sure that the captain knows the the situation. Uh, you know, without telling her that the guy is not entirely human. Awesome. Well, All right. Um, so I think we'll start then with uh, Robert and Malachi. Um, so you guys arrive at the um, room of the vampire, um, Alucard, uh, aboard your spaceship. Um, so... Do you guys have guards posted outside right now, or um, did you just leave it locked? Um, do we have guards? How big is the ship? Do we have guards? In the well, ship? if we're going to tell the captain right now, I'm assuming we didn't really get a security detail. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, the door is you know just locked right now, so you can go ahead and pass your security code and, and unlock it um, and enter in. Um, when you guys enter and you see Alucard, he's with his long white hair, kind of sitting back on a uh, on one of your chairs, um, facing towards the door. He's got his, uh, you know, Transylvanian like looking, uh, you know, cloak and um, you know, old, very old looking uh wardrobe that he currently is wearing with his scepter and he's looking down at it and he looks up at all at you two as you enter and you see him just go you know with this bewilderment look in his face he just stares at you and he says what have you done to me uh i was kind of hoping you might be able to tell me the same thing i thought maybe that was your whole thing you mages come into my realm you disrupt my work you kidnap me and you say that it's now, my hold work on. I don't know that we kidnapped you I think you came with us willingly under an agreement am I to trust this agreement I am locked away in this room uh, I mean, you have access to all the common areas if you'd like. 
we're, we're not trying to make you a prisoner here. I, I hope I can honor this agreement. I hope I can trust this agreement. Can I trust you to hold our agreement? Are you going to behave here and pretend to be a human if we take you to this planet? I do not like the circumstances in which I am here. However... I don't necessarily like them either. <laughs> well, then it is something that we can agree on. Same However, Finding I common ground already. And, and I do agree that the, the mission here is to destroy the planet. And as long as that is the ultimate goal here, I am with you 100%. Fantastic. I'm sure my friends will be delighted to hear that. Is there anything I can get you right away? Blood. Preferably ah. fresh. I don't know how much fresh blood we have on board, but I can talk to Phaedra about whipping you something up. Can I get back to you on that one? Yeah, that is fine. Kind of smiles. With the, with she's the pretty good at she's pretty good at what she does. Interesting. We will see what concoctions you techno mages can build. Say, uh, after we go and destroy this planet, are you gonna need a ride back or uh do you got the return trip to your you know, your house or castle or he says, uh, he kind of thinks about it for a minute and says, uh, I, I would, since we are destroying the planet, uh, and the creature that inhabits it, um, interesting. No, I, I will find my own way off the planet. I, I, I have some ways. And he thinks for a moment. All right, well, if everything goes to plan, I don't think we're going to have any issue giving you a ride back. You know, if we all play our parts and and do our things. We do have, uh, there is, we got some other, uh, we got to do, do, I don't know how to describe it. Um, we do have some other work to do at this planet, but um, knowing what, you know, you told us in that song, um, which was very nice, by the way, uh, uh, I'm sure we're going to want to keep. Was a fantastic uh, song. Yeah, we're going to we're going to want to keep. Um, what did I uh, tell you in my song, by the way? Oh, it was uh, a glorious um, piece where you uh, discuss the origins of vicissitude, uh, the problems that it's caused for your clan, and uh, um, that it seems that this planet is the possibly, possibly, or is. I'm not sure which one. Uh, the origins of. And if possible, I would love to pick your brain about this vicissitude at some point. Well, how long is our trip? A couple weeks, at least. How long was I out? <laughs> I know I was meditating for a while. How long have we been out? I think this is like day three. Maybe felt a four. lot longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have... Okay, yeah. We have time to talk. Yeah. Well, I am not opposed to uh, giving you information that will help us destroy this creature that we are about to go and encounter. Wait, there's a creature at this planet? The planet or... is the creature. Equally terrifying. Yeah, that didn't reassure me <laughs> that, that, um, that 
Okay, we might need to talk about that a little further, too. Um, for now, let me go talk to Phaedra about making sure that we can do something for, for your food and everything. Because we, we, you know, don't need you going hungry while you're hanging out here. It would be best for both of us. Everybody Fantastic. has the same uh, awkward laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yep. I said, it's common areas are open. There will be a guard duty posted outside your door once we have a chance to talk to the captain. Um, don't take that the wrong way. He's mostly just there to make sure you can find your way around. I look forward to your hospitality. Sure, this doesn't need to be said, but uh, maybe give the crew a wide berth. I plan on staying here. Yeah, I think it'll be honestly best for everybody. Catch that throwback. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean that. Uh, he seems amicable so far. Uh, I think this uh, You know, let's uh, let Phaedra and Tycho and yeah. Perfect time to cut over them because I missed that boy for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so Phaedra and uh, Tycho, you guys are heading up to the bridge to go talk to the captain. Uh, What was the captain's name again? Uh, Rebecca. She had a last name. uh, Williams, I believe. I can double check that real quick here pretty easily. Oh. Uh, do she was one of the first characters. Yeah, Rebecca Williams. Okay. Uh, well, I just uh, assuming she's on the bridge, I just go to the bridge and I'll be like, uh, uh, Captain Williams. Uh, I see we're back underway. Just wanted to have a chat with you. Make sure we're on the same page. Uh, I'm. I'm sure you've been informed already that we have uh, brought a guest on board. I wanted to make sure that uh, everything is, you know, uh, going to protocol from your perspective. Well, whenever we fly around uh, and do these missions, I always find that there is always some level of... uh, interesting encounters that and protocols that need to be bent as needed um i don't quite understand how we got off the planet or how this individual that you found um is related to everything that is going on here but it is not my job to to know these things to be honest uh you you are in charge of the missions here i am but your um assistance to get you to where you need to crew the the ship as needed and to ensure passage through these lands um you are of the authority here in this regard yes it it seems that uh just by uh going to this destination the intention of going to it seems to have drawn us to that individual uh I'm I'm sure once all of the the scientific data is analyzed, we'll be able to figure out exactly how that happened. But at this point, uh, that individual uh, seems to know about the place we're going in and has some intentions that align with ours. Um, currently, Robert and Malachi are talking to him, and uh, we're going to be giving him access to the common areas, uh, and 
we're good. He's already said that uh, he's going to actually. Let me just bring up the message from from them. He's agreed to uh, mostly stay in his room and uh, what is this? Uh, avoid the crew. Yes. Okay. So if if you want to send a message out to the crew and let them know uh, that that we do have a guest and to just probably best to avoid him for various reasons. Not a problem. I will do so. Uh, do you have any questions for us? Uh, just don't cause any problems. I hope he doesn't cause any problems, but uh, is there anything that we need to know about this individual? Do they have any... Are they a reality deviant? Are they? Do they have any powers that we should be worried about? Any monitoring that we should be doing to ensure uh, that they are... Let's go with uh, let the crew know to avoid him if they see him. And uh, further directives, uh, recommendations will be forthcoming. Sounds good. Uh, and uh, I is it... just add if if there seems to be a that individual is contact me immediately. Will do. All right, and with that, uh, the crew, you know, gets informed about what's going on, um, and the the group can meet back up in their. Uh, um, you guys have like a um, common area that connects all four of your rooms together. It's like a special area of the ship um, that um, is built for you guys as like you. So you have a common area, um, and then that kind of kind of shoots off, and there's a main hallway, and that's. Um, where he's staying like right next to that. And then the rest of that area is like crew quarters and, um, you know, stuff like that. A couple hallways. Um, so the living room area that you have has like a really cushy couch. Um, you know, it's probably about 300 feet by 300. Well, no, about hundred feet by hundred feet. Um, you know, hundred feet square. Well, I would say a hundred feet in diameter and it's like a round common room, um, with four rooms that are coming off of it. Um, has like a round couch, um, you know, big screen TV, bunch of different like little st uh, like computer station areas for um, probably like five computer st station areas as well as like a, a living room kind of setup. Everything's all white and new and, and uh, has that new car smell to it. <laughs> okay. Um all right, so so Robert and Malachi, you uh, you went to talk to him. I saw your message. He's going to avoid people and mostly stay in his room. I think we're on the same page. Um, definitely primary concern, Phaedra. How uh, how quick do you think you could get some blood or something like it for him to not go hungry? I mean, what's his preference? Oh. Like See, so you think you, you like not a not a big deal. You could probably just whip up some whatever he wants. Depends on how you want me to get it. Because <laughs> my problem I... is, I don't know who, uh, what his powers. That if I was to just donate my own, would that be? Well, does it have to be human blood for vampires? Do you know enough about them to know? I mean, I'm sure he won't be super happy, but... 
I would rather keep him. <laughs> what? Keep I him said what? I would rather keep him happy right now. Oh, okay. No, that's fair. I don't know how to stop him if he's this. Uh, this might be an amazing opportunity. He he seems to be, you know, compliant. Uh, he wants one of the same thing. He's coming along for the thing. This might be an opportunity to find out, you know, what are the. I mean, you already know quite a bit about this this vampire blood. This is an opportunity to find out more. See, I would agree with you on paper, but I also like living, <laughs> and I feel like this is an icker. How mm. how far can the side? How far what? How close to the sun are we willing to fly? Yeah. Well, we do have to deal with the fact that he asked for blood. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah, and all I'm saying is uh, maybe the blood that you offer him isn't to his liking. Maybe he'll help you kind of figure out what's wrong with it. You know, just, just in case. If if what you give him is is good, that's then we know more just with that. Okay. All right, Phaedra, so what kind of blood are you going to try and um, get for this guy? Or are you guys going to continue talking as well? No, I think we're going to make some blood. All right, so, Phaedra, how, how are, what's, what's your first attempt at giving blood to this man? I'd, I'd offer you my arm, but... No. I mean, I've been... we uh, did not hear the rest of that. What part did you hear? Nothing. Uh, I'll I'll be okay. Uh, I'll be surprised if I haven't gotten bags of blood already available. Seeing as like I'm always me- messing around with vampire blood, and I need a grass. Uh, but I would just if I don't have any. My staff donate blood. Just tell them it, it's in. Yeah, if you if you saying that you would have like already a blood supply on hand, um, which makes sense for the way that your character has been researching vampires and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, you already have. Uh, you know, so it sounds like you would already have a, a batch of blood that you probably already have that's human, straight up out of your assistance. Yeah. So you could just clone some of that. Or just give them it straight. I don't know. Does he want Are we worried about our volume of supply at all? No, I can make. I can keep making synthetic blood. But I don't know. Do you want to make him something nice? Probably well, a few different types together. I'm just wondering we, if the synthetic blood is going to work. We could give him a flight, <laughs> and and actually do it kind of as a experiment, like. Give him a few different a types in the synthetic and, and see what happens. See if he can pick it up. It's a good... As long as he doesn't feel uh, put off by us experimenting by giving <laughs> him flights of blood. I, I mean, would anyone be mad for getting flights of their favorite drink? 
I can make some A, B, and some O. If someone walked up to me and they were like, would you like four different whiskeys? And I found out that it was them trying to test whether theirs was better, I wouldn't be mad. I also would not be <laughs> mad, you're right. But I think, uh, I'm not sure if this is in-game or out-of-game. Let's go in-game. Uh, oh, yeah, no, this is in-game. The thing that I'm worried about is, what if somebody came to you with five cu- like flasks of alcohol and one of them was uh, denatured isopropyl. Like, you wouldn't like that, would you? I'm worried that the synthetic blood, like, like there might be a property of human blood that we don't understand. That's that fair. It's toxic to him uh, if it's not be, there. I would be really fucking surprised if you didn't notice it before. Yeah, you but the five types but even if he does notice it, that might be kind of offensive. <laughs> well, we we could preface it with like you don't want true. Here's a few. Here's a few that we chosen from our blood bag selection. And if you are interested in going the more economical route in in spirit of keeping our medical supplies up, since you were kind of an unplanned visitor, here is some top shelf synthetic blood as generated by our resident, uh, you know, body wizard. <laughs> I would but. rather be pharmacist, thank you. <laughs> That's a way better word for it. <laughs> Just give them the whole, like, Ritz experience. Oh, and we still right. have... I'll go to the lab and test some stuff out. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so for synthetic blood, if you're going to be, uh, what what's the? I'm guessing you're kind of making like the chemical compounds and stuff like that. Um, so if you did like a uh, medicine plus intelligence roll, um, I'm going to do difficulty eight. And someone roll that for me because I'm on my phone. Let's see here. I think I've got it. Okay. Let me see here. Intelligence medicine. Uh, difficulty six. Uh, eight. That's a good roll. Six dice. Two successes. All right. So, Phaedra, um, yeah, you get you get like kind of an idea here. Um, you've got life three. Um, you have the samples of blood and stuff like that, all the stuff that you'd really need in order to synthesize all this stuff. Um, so give me an arete roll then, difficulty, let's see, so that would normally be six, so we were going to bring it down one for the two successes that you got, um, one to succeed and one extra in order to lower the difficulty. Um, so you can go ahead and roll arete difficulty of five. All right, I got it. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> That's Holy a damn good drink. Shit. Uh, so yeah, you got six successes off of that. Um, I rolled two tenths. Solid. Solid. So yeah, I'm going to say that you're able to synthesize what you would say as, you know, uh, what's what's the most uh, thought after? What is that? Type O negative? Or is it O or O negative? The universal donor. O negative. O negative. Yeah, but I, I would probably want to go with the rarest. Oh. You know, like a true connoisseur. Yep. Mm, I like that. 
Why would there... you go with O? O is like water. <laughs> <laughs> nice. AB negative is the rarest. There you go. AB negative. All right. So not <laughs> a problem. You're able to synthesize that up. Um, and you, to the best of your knowledge, you've got, um, I would say, at least what would a, what a vampire would consider three blood points um, worth of very, you know, pure oh. blood. Can I retcon that? Yeah, sure. RH null. Contains no RH antigens on the red blood cell. Rarest blood group in the world with less than 50 individuals alive at a time having it. It was first seen in Aboriginal Australians. <laughs> wow. Learn something new on Technogate every day. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I would say with the successes that you got off of that, I'll allow it. That's for sure. All right, so are you going to present him just that blood, or are you going to present him um, the idea that he can have normal blood or or try this? I would. Yeah, let's do. Let's go with that. All right. Ask him what he would prefer. So you guys arrive um, back at the the place. You've got uh, you know a, a blood bag, probably of you know normal human blood, and then another blood bag filled with. Uh, um, this super rare blood. He's, he kind of looks at, at you as you kind of enter, and he goes, Interesting. What have you brought me? I was expecting a human, but uh, bags. Interesting. More portable. Hmm. Well, what do you have for me here? So, uh, to make sure that things are great, we are going the back uh bringing in a you know a whole lot more than it needs to be uh but i did make two different options for you um you can go with normal person's blood uh blood type uh got it uh they're really very heavy on my resources so i don't really have any or i've Come up with a brand new concoction, uh, the synthetic blood that might be more appealing to you if you want to take a look. Hmm. Interesting. Is it dangerous? Nope. I have tested it completely. Do you have allergies to deal with? Well, is this something that you concocted in a lab, or is this something that you that you just found one of these rare individuals and siphoned it from them? I concocted. Hmm. Heavily researched. I am intrigued to see what will happen if I drink your technocratic concoction. Go ahead and take a swig. I will monitor you and make sure effects. He takes the uh, the bag and he kind of uh, takes a finger and claws open um, a little section of it and smells. Hmm. Interesting. I've heard of this blood type, but uh, I've never seen it in in reality. Hmm. You were able to synthesize hmm, quite a bit, it seems here. 
and he takes a uh, dip of uh, his finger into it and puts it onto his tongue, and he says, Ah, uh, everything but the soul. I'm sorry, I'll take the other bag. <laughs> really? I wonder if we had to, like, infuse it with some prime, if that would help. Um, uh, if that would give the essence, but... Actually, I never could, heard... I, could I try? Oh, if you would like to go back and, and get another another attempt at making this truly human blood, um, you 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 have at it. Um, if I if I could uh, try the other uh, blood bag, though, please. Yeah, Just, I like, mean, go for it. He like uh... does the same thing, and he's like, ah, yes, one hundred percent human, slightly enhanced. <laughs> 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 we only source our blood from free were free range humans. Don't worry. <laughs> that is fascinating. Would not have thought of that. All right, yeah, I got to go back to the lab. All right, so you are back at the lab, and I believe that you were thinking of uh, adding prime into all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put a put a dot of quintessence into into the blood. So I believe we are going to need Prime 3 for that. Uh, Prime 2, possibly. I could see an argument for uh, Prime 3 would be more solid. What is my Prime level at? 2. I have 3. Yep. So if you wanted to work with Malachi, Malachi... What I want to do uh, is... I'm going to still stick with the synthetic, but what I want to do is I want to take a sample... Of, Mal- of Malachi's and blood. Contrast it with the synthetic to try to isolate. What- oh, interesting. So you want to? Do you want to so take Malachi's means- blood, or do you want to take normal human blood? I want to go with Malachi's just because he's he's more in tune. Okay. Um. Okay, so kind of using him kind of almost as... Ah, I could I could see how that kind of test subject kind of system would almost be... I th- it would almost probably jive with him um, in the paradigm kind of sense so that he could do his magic alongside of you. Yeah. Interesting. It's what do you say to that, Malachi? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of blood. I can, <laughs> uh, I can donate a little bit. All right, so you guys kind of go through this process of, uh, you know, uh, test subject uh, and an experimenter in order to try and figure out what the difference between the synthetic blood and your blood is. Um, both of you give me an arete roll. Uh, I'm going to go with the difficulty of six. Just straight up arete. Um, possible to use quintessence? Quintessence is possible, yep. And Phaedra is just like, I'm, I'm going to whack this out of the ballpark. Somebody else to roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm rolling really well for Phaedra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I spent two quintessence to bring it down to four. Okay. And... Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, that Can is... Can I clone now? 
one, two, three, four, five, six successes. So with your guys' combined like study that you've done here, the missing element that you would need in order to synthesize what you believe the closest that you could get to anything human would be one point of um, quiescence per point of blood that you would want to synthesize. Um, you are still not sure if you would get it to 100%. You seem to be etching around 99.9%. .9%. You never seem to be able to get that 100. Um, but you're you're right at that cusp of, you know, there's, there, there is a way of detecting that there is a difference between the two um, for advanced science, but it's, it's about as close as you're ever going to get. And I feel like he wouldn't care at that moment. Going. I feel like he's either going to tell us it's good enough or it's not. Like, we either got it or we didn't. Uh, did we make a batch to let him test uh, in that in those, in that magic? Uh, so you'll have to spend one quiescence point per blood point that you want to create. But at this point, I'll let you create blood using one point of quiescence per blood point that you want to create to, you know, for as much quiescence as you kind of want to pump into this. You've kind of got like a, a lab now that creates synthesized blood using um, quiescence and advanced science. I have one available, or I can meditate and get more. Unless we got some of that holy water. Oh, holy water is probably bad for... <laughs> uh, as tasks for... Uh, it may have some resonance to it. Hey, did we bring that portable node that we got in Pangea? Uh, yeah, you guys would have the portable node. Um, yeah. You guys have, we're talking about moving that on to here a long time ago. Yeah, we kind of took over the ship. Which, it's an awesome ship. It's sweet. Um, but, so yeah, I can, I can supply one without meditating, I with meditating. Um, with with meditation, I can provide as many as we want. Well, I'd say let's go with one for now and see if it works. How, how do you have? Uh, you got a ton of. If I'm re yeah, I don't know if I'm reading this correctly. Uh, Phaedra doesn't have Prime Three though. Uh, but according to her character sheet, she is at seven quintessence on her pattern, which doesn't make any sense. How many quintessence am I? Your max is usually your genius. Yeah, unless, unless you want to overcharge yourself. Which you need Prime 3 to do. And we were we doing it that, that you could do it at Prime 1, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. But so. once we, we looked into it. Yeah. It's still confusing on that, to be honest. But um, mm -hmm. in general, though, we're going to say... Uh, yeah, just we'll put put you at your your genius level. Um, All right, I'll take it down here. Okay, uh, so then you could put up two points, and still have one in the tank. Uh, I'm keeping one in the tank as well, just because I don't like rolling around with none. Yeah, um, for now uh, we'll just put up one point. Okay, so let's okay. each put in a point, and we'll have. We'll then have. I'll I'll do the work to make it work to get the the things. Um, you know, frequency aligned, but uh, we'll just do get two blood points worth for him. I feel like that's a good starting point, at least for this test, and then we'll see how it goes and we'll go from there. All right, sounds good. All right, so, um, 
That means you're recruiting four blood points for him then? Uh, I thought it was one one per one one to one. I thought it was a ratio. Right. Needed. So or right, then just one. Then we'll just make, yeah, we're just gonna make two two blood points then. Two blood points. Okay. Yeah. So you guys arrive with another, you know, smaller blood bag here. And uh kinda say, Alright. <laughs> he kinda looks up, he's like, Alright, time time for round two. Come yeah, on, this is taking a few days. <laughs> Yeah, we could say this is taking a while. Uh, yeah, we'll say that it's taken... Guys, it's taken a week to really perfect your art here. Um, and, uh, you've, you know, you've, you've gotten it to the point here. Are any of you guys going to interact with them before that week ends, though? Well, yeah, I'm going to keep practicing, like, the contrast between the two bloods. I'm going to ask him a little bit about... A little bit about what? Vicissitude. Uh, what would you like to know about vicissitude? From what I gathered, it's very parasitic. Do you? How did it come into contact with your clan? Well, long ago, there was adventures into the dark umbra or the deep umbra. Was conducted by some of our clan's mates, along with another group, and uh, they encountered. Uh, well, from my understanding, is that the person that contracted it originally brought it back and didn't know what it was, and once the knowledge of what it was got out it was too late and our clan had already been infected and then the sabbat decided to or had invented a way to break the the power the power of the blood bond through uh uh viniculum which is the mixing of vampires bloods and then into one cauldron and then all of them drink from that cauldron <coughs> which then spread the disease throughout the entirety of the Sabbat, almost. And to this day, I believe a majority of vampires are infected with this and don't even know it, as well as a large chunk of humans. The this, These creatures that are um, created afterwards can gain full control of the host eventually, discarding all that once was and making it irretrievable. Does he have We are recording all of this. <laughs> yeah, does he have it? Did he admit that already? Or I do not have it. We... My organization has cleansed all that we find within our organization that had the vicissitude. I am of old clan Zemisi. Those of us who are without vicissitude are the only ones that belong to the organization that I belong to. Do you, uh, did he say the name of that? or do you, do you, you, I didn't catch the name. The name of my organization? Yeah. Or, or whatever, I don't know, I'm just trying to get a complete picture. Well, we have many names, but uh, 
You can call us the Black Hand. Ooh, that's in a book that I've read about, or I've I've read. <laughs> that Malachi read? Yeah. It's the 90s. Sauron existed. Or Tolkien existed. Wait, the Black Hand was in Tolkien? Isn't it? Isn't it, isn't it the... Isn't the black hand the, the name of the orcs that underneath Sauron? No, he had a white hand. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I get my stories confused. I mean, there was the black hand of Sauron, but that's what Gollum called it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I... I uh, ignore me. I'm... <laughs> he, like, he like looks at you inquisitively like, oh, you know about us. That's interesting. <laughs> no, as it, as it and then out. you start talking about Tolkien, and he's like, ah... Yes, Tolkien. Absolutely, that is the organization that we want. That's kind of <laughs> kind of neat that you got to, that he wrote about you, though. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty slick. <laughs> well, I guess you could uh, compare us to Sauron, as we do have our eyes on everything. Do you got one of those towers with a big eye on it? Because that's kind of that wasn't in the books. Oh, when <laughs> the movies come out, the movies were well <laughs> after that, wasn't it? Never mind. No, but we do control Enoch. Enoch? I know. Wait, that, like Enoch, like the guy that used to be alive and then became an angel without ever dying. Uh, close. Very related. I am talking That's of the, the Bible f- story I've heard. <laughs> I, I'm talking of the first city, which is also in the Bible that you speak of. Is that nearby? Hmm. Where we exist now, I would say that it is not near, nor is it far away. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... I got some uh, some friends who were, would always talk like that. They say, though, that if you pierce the, the deep umbra enough, you will arrive to the dark umbra. So it is possible that we are closer than we would think. So, I don't suppose you'd give us a basic primer on this uh, black hand, because... Let us just say that a group, we are the ones yeah. that truthfully control the vampire society. That is all that you need to know. Huh. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this? No, never mind. I'm, I, I kid. I was gonna say, considering that my my knowledge of vampires is already so limited, I'm like so lost because I don't even know how complex vampire society is. And this dude's like, yeah, I'm the man behind that curtain. (laughs) Yeah, we don't don't even know the city. (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, that that existed, and now. If we ever run into vampires again, we're going to seem so much more knowledgeable than we should be, and then we actually are. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, they'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, god damn it. (laughs) We we mentioned the black hand, yeah. Um, So I want to make a point that I am am not interacting with him. Uh, I am staying away. Uh, But I am watching him on monitors and listening to him and taking notes and, you know, just possibly researching some of the things he's saying, analyzing uh, body movements, temperatures, all that stuff. Okay. To get back on, you said you you and your clanmates, how did you accomplish? 
I'm sorry, you're cutting off at the like the last word that you say. Oh, okay. Uh, you said that you've cleansed yourself of vicissitude. How did you accomplish that feat? Oh, we cleansed our sect, our our organization, by beheading all those that had it. I was afraid that that was yeah. I was afraid that that was the thing. Okay. Well, we'll keep that as Plan B. You know. Is how how do you believe you can end vicissitude by going to this planet monster? So I believe that there is an origin to the vicissitude. Have you ever heard of the Eater of Souls or the um, where did I have that written down? You know, I haven't, but the name is pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, are you familiar yeah. with the worm? And uh, Tycho, you will you get to know about this, but uh, everybody else, um, Tycho has talked maybe about this. So I guess everybody make a, an intelligence check difficulty of nine. That's besides Tycho, of course. Yeah, I think I I probably would have couched it in like uh, the werewolves referred to it as some sort of basic spirit of destruction, uh, but it's more likely some sort of uh, uh, alien. Probably I how also I would think add of it. a cult to my role. Um, yeah, you can all add a cult and a cult plus uh, intelligence. Um, difficulty nine. Ooh, that helps me a lot. I actually am quite into the occult. Michael, can you roll that for me? Oh, uh, let's see. Intelligence occult? Yep. I think somebody already doing it. No. No, Rare was rolling his. No, I just rolled mine. I just saw one of the drop down menus on. Phaedra's character sheet change. To oh, I am, I am uh, on Phaedra's sheet. That's not going to. <laughs> she's the one who's into a cult. <laughs> uh, well, I got one success total. I got one dot in it. I'll give it a go. Uh, was it difficulty nine? Yep, difficulty nine. All right. Oh wow, Phaedra's also at zero. All right, so Robert's the only one that really remembers uh, Tycho talking about this at all, and basically you got what Tycho, you know, it's some kind of alien thing that uh, exists out in deep space. Maybe it's corrupting and evil. Or... Okay. So we're heading to a planet made of flesh and bone that houses a parasite that's responsible, possibly houses a parasite that's responsible for the corruption of vampires across the known universe. Oh, Malachi knows something. Yeah, I finally got the dice pulled up. He was very confused. Yep. Uh, but yeah, basically, that's... Uh, um, he says, well, this isn't the worm itself. It is just an aspect of the worm. There is a organization of uh, werewolves back in the day that... Uh, gathered and sacrificed their entire tribe in order to lock him away when he came here on the backs of the Zemisi. And now he is going to be trying to get back, I believe. Seems reasonable. It's a pretty sweet place. Now, we're going to this planet because it possibly 
holds one of the nodes that is uh, holding the shield over Altered Earth. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, so we're going to have to... I'll approach the subject at some point during our travels with him. They're like, all right, when we get there, we got to check out, you know, does he understand nodes, that kind of thing. Um, but basically just saying that we can't just nuke it from orbit. We have to go down and take a look uh, for our Who node, says we basically. Can't? Just, it's, it's a planet made of flesh and bone. We could just, like, set up gamma rays and give it cancer. I think it might be more complicated than that, but uh, might make it grow faster. Um, I mean, this guy wanted to come along for a reason. Does he? We need to ask him what his idea is. I think. Yeah. How does he? How does he envision killing the planet? Well, I. <laughs> you see the scepter that I have here, and he uh, shows you, and he says. This has the ability to control my realm, and it also has the ability to destroy a realm. It is something that was given to me by one of the most powerful Euthanatos mages to exist back in the 17th century. Oh. It has two purposes. To destroy the uh, Eater of Souls, and control the realm that I use in order to find him. Uh, can you guys ask him how long he's been trying to find this realm? How long he's been looking for it? Uh, my search started approximately 300 years ago, give or take. Jeez, lucky we came along. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, if we didn't fall out of the sky, you'd... you'd... Well, that's, let's not go there, but uh, yeah, it is uh, lucky that we came along. Um... Uh, just just to be clear, uh, that's that scepter only destroys that one specific, right? Tycho is in the, in the monitor room, going shaking his head like, nope. I I'll say that uh, I would only ever use it to destroy the realm of the thing that creates the soul eater. Okay, well, that's kind of vague, but uh, um, I would like to scan that scepter. Does it work more more than once, or is it kind of like a one time, one time, one off deal? It is a one time action that I, would be in order to destroy the realm. I would assume so. I mean, that's got to take an incredible amount of power uh, to to destroy a you know take out a realm. That's I am impressed. Uh, can I use the ship's sensors to scan that scepter and see what kind of spheres it's giving off? Maybe a relative power level? Um, yeah. Um, go ahead and make an um, just base arate roll difficulty of three. Watch me totally fuck this one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so you have everything except for you're missing one sphere, I believe, life, aren't you? Yeah, I don't I don't have life. Uh but yeah, it's it basically from what you can tell, you know, the likelihood that it doesn't have life is very 
low, but it has all of the spheres inside of it. Um, and it has them all at the level of five. Um, and yep. then it has some interesting, like, connections, uh, like, correspondence and mind connections that are going to Alucard. Okay, so this is this is definitely not one of those maybe we can kill him and take the magic item kind of deals. This is not that. No, it doesn't seem to be that way. It seems to be t attuned to Alucard um, specifically, and it definitely is made by an extremely powerful uh, Euthanatos uh, um, reality deviant. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, taking lots of notes, uh, scribbling, uh, you know, drawings, uh, speculations, uh, starting my own notebook. Very good, very good. All right, I think at this point we'll take a little bit of a break here. We'll take a little 10-minute break here and uh, come back for uh, part two of this uh, episode. All right, welcome back to Technogate 1999. We are um, still on our way to the planet of flesh and bone, and the um, heroes here have been concocting a synthetic blood to try and uh, feed the vampire with uh, their concoction rather than uh, the bountiful amount of blood that they still have anyways. But uh, they, they thought this was a great great little experiment the vampire was going along with it so um you guys have your second batch now um and spent a week kind of building that up and having you know conversations with him here and there about the uh organization the black hand that he belongs to um and oddly he seems to be giving up you know not a lot of information but you know some information um so you arrive with the the new concoction of blood and he uh dips his finger into it smells it takes a lick off of it and says interesting you have found a way to at least subs uh find a way to sub uh to <laughs> what the fuck is the word that i'm looking for so, uh, so, 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 so. sustain me sustain. <laughs> or something like that Yes, I was looking for a different word. I don't know why I can't think of it right now. Anyways, um, yes, I found uh, something that will sustain me. And he uh, takes a drink of the uh, blood that you guys created for him. And he says, yes, yes, this will do quite fine. Well, I'm very pleased that you're pleased. It is very interesting. I've never tasted uh, blood quite like this. That's quite a, uh, quite an aftertaste. Hmm. <clears throat> Can you describe it for me? Is that a good or a bad thing? Well, it seems to have a little bit of more kick than normal. I would say, I would say it is neither good nor bad. Just different. Hmm. I wonder if I can make 
I don't think we caught that. I said, I'm just mumbling to myself. I'm like, I wonder if I could make money off this somehow. (laughs) We could true blood it when you guys get back. I was just thinking, did we just come up with the cure to like vampires needing humans? (laughs) (laughs) Kinda. There's... Um, I'd be fucking surprised if Giovanni wasn't just chilling at my house. Like, hello! You still need a lot of quintessence. True. I I would like uh, Tycho to pull up the before and after prime scans of his pattern. Um, what's what's going on? Are yeah, we are we are we, cre- are we accidentally creating a supercharged vampire? Like, um. So from what you're seeing, there is no real difference between you know the scan that you got out of him before he drank the blood and and after. It seems to be. Same kind of scan came back. Okay, well, that's a good sign. So when he said there was a kick, there there doesn't seem to be any substantial effect. Yep. Absolutely. Hmm. And then it is also obviously, um, you say you've never tasted anything like it before. I assume that means that it's, uh, it's definitely... Although um, sustaining, it's definitely new and different. You would never be able to pass this off as actual blood. Correct. Coming from a professional. Yes. I would say that most most of my kind would be able to identify this as something synthetic. Although I bet you they would be surprised that it does sustain them. Yeah, especially if the synthetic stuff they've had in the past has been garbage. Um, so then privately, or at least not in front of him, I'm going to ask Phaedra if she's interested in trying to, trying to get it so it is passable. I don't know what that would benefit us or how that might be useful, but. I mean, if we go about this in a careful way, depending on how close we want to have relations with certain individuals. Mm Mm-hmm. It could benefit us uh, in having ties with those individuals. I, uh, I, I kind of want to just keep him. One of my things is keeping him occupied. And so if we have this little game that we're playing, you know, it'll keep him from getting bored and deciding that he's going to take over the ship. It's at least a thought yeah. that I've had. And I'm saying if we perfect it, we could do that with different vampires gaining more information from them. Mm-hmm. We'd have we'd have a nice bargaining chip. Yeah. And uh, let's not kid ourselves. It would be incredibly uh, profitable to be able to. Um, if uh, in, the re- in the hands of the right people. Um, but that's a long ways off. That's... Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to keep working on this if uh, if you want to over the next. Well, we well we have our our willing participant here. Uh, I would like to look into how our minds are doing. Uh, uh, yep. We know that this guy has possible mind altering abilities. I'd like to see where we are compared to our baselines. Doesn't seem like anything has. Uh... Like he's he's done any kind of actions to your 
to your minds as far as you can scan at this point. Everything seems to be above board with his actions so far. He doesn't Sweet. seem like he's made any direct... And, you know, going over recordings and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like he's made any commanding, you know, statements or anything that seems out of the norm that, you know... Um, yeah, nothing, nothing seems that you can that you can detect at this point in time for sure. And he hasn't done anything weird or gone outside of the room at all. How do you guys feel about mentioning pen text to him and seeing what his reaction is? Or is that going to be over the line? Well, how much does he even know about what's going on on Earth? Ask him. That would be the easiest way to find the answer to that question. But did he reference Black Spirals? Um, no, he referenced uh, werewolves and said there was a tribe that sacrificed themselves in order to banish the um, the who soul was leader. That? Uh, Tycho would have told you it was the Croatan. Croatan. I uh, yeah, I suppose that's probably a pretty famous, pretty famous werewolf story. Yeah, with the amount yeah. of werewolf lore, you know, definitely the the base story of the Croatan. Well, that's... Okay. Alright. Then I mean, I, I don't even know where I was... Actually, Tycho, do I you want to tell... Wondering... For, for those that don't know, do you want to tell the story of the, the Croatan? Uh, yeah, from I, my, my limited understanding of it, out of game, uh, and then kind of flavored with technocracy. Uh, so, at some point in the past in North America, uh, there, there are... There were three tribes... In in the far north, there was the Wendigo. In South America, there was um, God. Why can't I think of it? Uh, but in in southern North America, there was uh, the Croatan. And at some point, the this entity known as the Worm manifested through uh, an alternate dimension. And you know, very unscientifically, the Croatan had to sacrifice their entire tribe in order to destroy this thing. And it's more likely that it was only banished from, uh, from planet Earth and sent back out into deep space. And I suppose, theoretically, that's, that's kind of what this planet is, if, if this guy is right. Wait, so... oh, the tribe from South America is Uktena. So they... So this guy believes that the planet we're going to, the origin of uh, the disease that slips my mind right now. Vicissitude. Uh, vicissitude. And a node that covers altered Earth. And the worm itself. It is the worm itself. It's, a, it's supposed to be a part of the worm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah. The the that, way the uh, werewolves would uh, would say it is it's a manifestation of the worm. Uh, and, and don't ask me how this works, but when I was running around with the werewolves, we could transport between planets, you know, without going to space. It was. Like I, I tried to figure out how to do it technologically, and it's, 
it's far beyond my understanding. Without going to space, huh? Uh, yeah, they, they would have called it something like sympathetic magic. Uh, like certain planets have certain similarities, and so you can tra- like you can walk between them. Uh, it's yeah, like I said, it. Out there, I man. can't explain it technologically. Yeah, it sounds out there. Well, it's magic is just science we don't understand yet. I'm a lot more nervous about this planet now. Yeah, I figure you, you know. Nervous about it before? Well, no, <laughs> I, I just figured it was you know. There's planets of rock, planets of lava. Although really, that's just rock again. Actually, now that I think about it, I, there's not really anything but planets of rock. So having one that's made of flesh is is a bit weird. I just assumed it was a different kind of, you know, like these things are just out there. Yeah, I mean, to put it kind of in a context that uh, we have experience with, uh, remember when we went to Mars and there was that kind of area that was habitable and there were some of those uh, reality deviant mages there? um, I don't know if I was on that mission. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure you've read the mission report. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do remember it's, the Mars mission, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like that. For them, it's Mars, but it's not Mars. And I mean, it, it, uh, <sighs> the technocracy doesn't like it for a reason, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know. It's, uh, the first step is to not mind, not mind things not making sense. Yeah, well, I got pretty used to it. I suppose while you're out. Yeah, I mean, I was never comfortable with it, but I got used to it. It's either you accept it or go fucking... (laughs) Yeah, you just lose your mind. I mean, there were, there were, there were points in my, my time there where that, that kind of thinking crept in. But the fact that I grew up in the construct, uh, everything made more sense when I could put it into hypertech. I, I could never grasp the, the concepts that they were talking about until I put it in the context of hypertech. What was the, uh, what was the scariest shit that happened to you while you were out there? I assumed you had to see some some weird shit. Uh, well, that one time in the cyber realm where we had to uh, climb the spire, that was mind-bending, to say the least. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, from we are going to a planet. This guy is likely thinking about it in a little bit of a different way. Oh, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, uh, so so the blood works. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, the, we, were, the well, we were talking about the worm and the sphere realm and and all of all of that that craziness. That's now also... that I'm happy, I'm going to go back to my lab and start making my pet because I totally forgot that's what I was going to be doing. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So do we want to maybe do an, another week of downtime here where you guys want to work on some some stuff here? Um, so I believe, Phaedra, you want to you wanna create a pet? Is that what you're you're looking to do? Yeah. Um, so at le life three, prime two, do believe that you'd be able to create a fully formed uh, pet. Um, what are you looking to create? Uh, so I want to take a gecko and a chameleon. A gecko and a chameleon? Yeah, first I want to, I want to take those two genes. Uh, so I can make a gecko that has chame chameleon tendencies. Uh, like the camouflage so ability? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, give me a... Uh, we'll go with a medicine plus uh, intelligence check difficulty of eight. Someone roll that for me. Oh, I already got it up. Eight. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Uh, it wasn't a botch. Oh, okay. Um, Just... So you can try again at difficulty of nine, or you can give it like a rest for a day. Try again later with a fresh difficulty of eight. Do it again. Uh, how much willpower do I have? Uh, all five. Okay, spin a willpower. All right, difficulty nine. One willpower spent. Difficulty nine. Submit. Zero successes. Because of the <laughs> negative one. <laughs> I guess there. I'm waiting a day. <laughs> All right, uh, you can try again then at difficulty eight. Yeah, Another willpower? You do get a willpower back for resting, so... Yeah, so I'll spin the will. All right. So I think that's technically one. One, one success. That's all that you need. Now you can do the Arate roll difficulty of six. Roll it. Here it comes. Oh, there it is, the magic roll. Every time that he rolls the magic, it just goes crazy. Um, so yeah, four successes. Um, yeah, I'll let you, uh, build a, a little, uh, special gecko, uh, um, chameleon thing. Okay, so there, that's the first part. Okay. Uh, I want to splice, uh, or graft some, hmm. Yeah, let's do bat wings. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a, uh, I'll let you do just another Arate roll then, difficulty of six. Sure you don't want to go for mouths? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I'm going to come talk to you once it's finished, and just... <laughs> it's three okay. successes. Alright, solid. Um, that's no problem, it has bat wings now. can fly. Uh, I want to enhance its intelligence too. Okay, um, that will be another, uh, yeah, another Arte roll then, just difficulty six. Some Island of Dr. Moreau shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, sure. it can, you can get it up to, uh, you know, toddler intelligence, basically. That's good enough. <laughs> it's like a little dog. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then once I'm finished, I'm gonna go to Tycho and ask him to create a voice caller. I'm not going <laughs> mouth. I'm going the up route. Uh, I can probably help with the uh the hypertech, but um, maybe Robert can reading help. basic mind. I've yeah, I've never experimented with trying to interpret language signals from other animals. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like Robert. I think Robert will have to do the magic. I can do some hypertech to help. Uh, I suppose I can I can roll a rat. I do have a mind of one. Yep, you can assist. Everybody with a mind of one can assist, but uh how what are you uh how are you going about uh creating this mind link between the device and the the mind? What's what's your what's your thinking oh, uh, here, Robert? I think so I've seen dogs be trained to use like pedal boards to communicate by forming basic sentences. Uh, it, it takes a, a lot of training, obviously, especially it's easier when they're young. But I'm curious if they're able to process and form those sentences using those boards, then they must process language in a similar way to humans. So um, I'm going to try to base it off of like the human language centers and see if I can close enough match it to try and at least get a basic prototype of uh trying to interpret just some basic words and stuff okay based on yeah the scans and uh taiko how what kind of device are you creating for this uh a collar with um basic uh sensors that read uh nerve impulses in the brain okay Cool. Um, let's have you, um, everybody that's participating, do an RK roll difficulty of. We're going to do five for this. Uh, can I do a hypertech roll? Um, you can do a hypertech roll to lower the difficulty, yes. Yeah. Can I do intelligence mind to lower the difficulty? Um, you can do intelligence technology, difficulty of eight, um, and Tycho, yours would be difficulty six. All right, so, so I got two successes. All right, so your difficulty goes down by one. So difficulty of eight? Uh, yep, difficulty of eight. Zero successes. All right, got that out of the system, so now it's Arte difficulty five. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope, uh, because you failed... So you're technically oh, going what? to have to try again. Or, well, actually, I am allowing you because you don't have to do this roll. Um, uh, the failure just means that it doesn't change anything. So yeah, you can do the base base roll. Yep. I mean, otherwise I will roll that one again, but I really don't want to. No, do, go ahead and do base. That's fine. Oh, wow, that was close. Yeah, it still, still one. got it. All right, five successes altogether. Um Dolly. Way to carry that one, Tycho. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I got all the. Hey, I'm to, to the brain scans. You do everything else. <laughs> oh, hey, scanning brains is easy, you know. <laughs> Interpreting the signals—that's that's not my jam. And really, you 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 got a good enough scan so that uh, it really it made it really easy for him to interpret those brain 
reaction functions and, uh, and chemical reactions and all the stuff that's going on and how how the brain synapses work. And uh, you guys have a, a working prototype. It's not you know, he he can say like one word or two words, but he he's not saying sentences right now. But like, well, as long help, as you got the the basic hungry. <laughs> Yes, no. I was yes, going to say no. yes, no. Yes, would no. Would be the two main ones. Yep. Well, he doesn't understand language. Um, he understands language as about as well as a toddler does. So you can't do complex like, you know, you know, tell or you know, did did the guy go down the road, turn left, go down into the building and <laughs> into the into the Domino's, get a pizza, come back, and the kid would be like, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about right now. Did he get a Hungry. pizza? Hungry, <laughs> hungry, <laughs> tired. <laughs> so you you could explain like did it, did that guy go into go get a pizza and they'd be like yes, but if he's if you tried to be like explain to me how did he get there he'd be like no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I think yes, no, and why? <laughs> why? <laughs> well, he says that all the time. Why? He just looks at his bat wings and goes, "Why?" <laughs> They're cool, damn it. Why? <laughs> uh. Yeah, those three impulses are easy to read. <laughs> but it is something that can definitely be developed as you guys go along. Um, all right, so that I'll, I'll say that's been a good solid week of you know testing and stuff like that. Phaedra kind of pulling you guys aside for a little bit, but you guys kind of get the rest of your week as well. Um, so Tycho, what what do you like want to do for the next week? Oh yeah. Uh, so you said that in my father's journal, uh, there is drawings of these the forks that were around the planet. Yes. And. I, I wrote a note and I I believe blue you... cubes interaction devices power converters I think that was re referring to the the technological aspect of uh, the power transfer at the node side yes so the basically you you found inside of the journal the device that is implanted at the location of the node that's going to power the the shield around altered earth and so this device is like a blue energy cube that has well it has it's it's def it's not like a a cube made of energy it's like a blue cube with that's very technocratic very um, you know, has a bunch of d different like buttons and stuff like that on different sides. And there's different ways of interacting with it and turning it on and turning it off. Um, and, okay. you know, attuning it to the, the node that it needs to be attuned to in order to transfer the energy. Okay. In order to learn about this thing, I am going to start trying to construct one. Construct one of the cubes. Uh, yes. Um, okay. So mostly the way that I'm thinking about this is I am trying to figure out what areas of knowledge, i.e. spheres I need to go towards mm -hmm. in order to 
understand this this whole thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, so basically, um, I'm trying. Uh, I'm thinking hypertech roles, and then uh, just trying to figure out like, okay, what level of sphere does this, so that I can try and figure out how to build one. Yep. All right. Give me a hypertech plus uh, intelligence roll. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw a willpower on that. Uh, difficulty Dif six? Uh, difficulty eight, sorry. Yep. Yeah. So I'll throw in a willpower on it. Uh, three successes. Solid. Um, so you kind of are able to bring up like a schematic and start like the base ideas of how to construct this thing based off of what your father has kind of detailed out for you. And it, it kind of makes sense, um, you know, and it, it's starting to kind of fall together for you. Uh, give me another roll. Uh, still difficulty Same. eight. Yep. All right, I'll do this one straight. Uh, zero. Okay. Um. So the next couple of days, you're kind of like, oh, I've got like the, the basics of it, but I'm just needing a, a little, you know, like a little bit more in order to kind of figure out exactly what I'm needing for the, the parts that my father kind of left out of the journal because it wasn't completely finished with exactly how to build this this, this device. It was more of like a musings rather than um, documented information on how to do it. Um, yeah. So give me another hypertech difficulty of eight. All right, spending a willpower on this one. Uh, two. Okay, and then give me an Arate roll difficulty of three. Nice. All right, so five successes. All right, um, with five successes, uh, I'm going to say that you know that Prime 5 is required, Correspondence 5 is required, and... Um, dimensional science five or i'm sorry data five um instead of correspondence because it's data um so it's prime or what prime primal energy i believe is what you guys call it so primal energy five um five in data and five in dimensional science in order to build this device wowza all right uh in that case, I am probably going to buy Dimensional Science 3 uh, for next session. Nice. All right, so you kind of spend the week kind of getting that all kind of set up, and you help out Phaedra with her little experiment. Um, Robert, what are you up to? Well, I think I'm going to be going back and trying to take a look at <laughs> anything that I have recorded about just, I don't know, I typically kind of have just that general scan going on myself and us when we're out and just that whole adventure that is kind of blurry. Um, just trying to figure out what was going on there and maybe like, as weird as it sounds, meditate on the meditating. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, totally understand um, that. But to, to try and figure out exactly what I would just went through type thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, go ahead and, and give... oh, go ahead. Oh, don't go ahead. Uh, go ahead and give me a meditation plus um, perception difficulty of eight. 
Awesome. And then give me a whoa. Uh, so four successes. <laughs> um, and then go ahead and give me a Arate roll difficulty of three. Oh. Oh, man. Arate difficulty of four? Yep. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so you're able to kind of get yourself back into this kind of state that you were in before. It's similar, but now you're you're kind of more into the you actually are in an out of body experience at this point. Um, you're kind of seeing yourself, and you know that your mind has kind of detached from your body, um, but it really is just your mind that's kind of moving around at this point. Um, and you're kind of seeing this kind of concept of reality looks a little bit different. You're almost more in like a dreamlike state and you can kind of feel that the world around you is more malleable. Um, and you're starting to see it from like a uh, almost what you would see as like a reality deviant kind of way. Um, but you're almost taking it further. You're you're taking it to levels of marauderum in in the state that you're in, where you're warping reality not just to your will, um, but you're 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 not bending reality to your will. You're warping it to your will, um, and you don't even see normally what hypersciences or anything that you do as even really even bending reality. It's more finding the laws of reality. And what you've kind of tapped into now is the the bending of reality, the warping of reality, um, instead of just following the laws of reality. Interesting. Okay. Um, in that case, I think... Phaedra's not the scariest member of uh, TG42 anymore. <laughs> uh, would it make sense then to get a second sphere in correspondence? Absolutely. And that's four times current? Uh, seven times. Or seven wait, times current. Well, wait a minute. It depends. Is that your primary? Or mine uh, is no. your primary? So, mine yeah. is my primary. So so seven? Seven times. Uh, Ouch. Never mind then. Um, in that case, uh, I want to say I should just kind of, can I like bank that for basically that'll happen at end of session with the experience gained from this session? Yeah, absolutely. Did I give experience out last session? I think so. I know I gave, I gave up an arate. I think I gave experience too. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. I don't know if I notated it or not. I'm pretty sure I got it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, definitely, you can bank that for, for end-of-game experience and, and get it at the end of the game then. Cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, just kind of learning to take that and push it out on things a little more outside of just within myself or, like, the things immediately there, I think, makes sense to... Um, you also are have some paths ahead of you that you can start going down magically if you wish as well. Um, you've kind of opened up a, a gate for you to either start walking down a marauder's path if you wish, which I highly don't recommend. Um, <laughs> uh, which is no, I did some reading insane. in the last week, and that sounds 
scary as hell. <laughs> right. Um, so Marauder uh, would probably not be the path that you, but you have it open um, kind of at this point. Um, the other one, though, is becoming more reality deviant and becoming more understanding of, of what uh, opening your mind up to what mages are doing. I have kind of an idea for that that I might want to ask you about offline. Okay. Because I was kind of spinning around it today as I was thinking this, and now that you're kind of leading it there, I kind of want to bring it up to you and see if it's something I could do. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that offline. and uh, um, But yeah, this this is kind of that. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing this is the path that, that would open that up to you. And yep, character essentially, yeah. Yeah, because, it, yeah, I, I think it would fall very much in line with me starting to investigate why I'm suddenly starting to kind of be able to do these things. Awesome. Sounds good. So I think that's a good good path for your character. And, uh, and yeah, so he kind of spends the week kind of going through this, like, experimental phase where he can, you know, you're not really <laughs> breaking anything or doing anything, you know, not going into Marauderum or anything, but you're kind of expanding your mind to... And Poking at things a little bit, yeah. And I imagine it's more because you are kind of this mind technocrat that it's you're yep. kind of seeing what the power of the mind really yeah, is. yeah like like holy crap this is actually capable of a lot more than i originally thought type thing absolutely awesome and then uh malachi what are you up to for the week uh, this particular week um probably chatting with the uh chat with the vampire i.e. keeping an eye on him. Um, that's interesting. Give me a charisma plus uh, um, etiquette. Okay. Um, that is a good die roll for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, use, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm being facetious. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this will be interesting. It's not bad. Okay, I oh. bad. Two ones. <laughs> Difficulty would have been six, so yeah. Um, you didn't botch, but you failed. Um, so the first day, you kind of go in and you two, you know, your chat is very quick and very, you know, just, you okay? Yeah, good. Kind of keeping an eye on him. Uh, give me another check for that. Difficulty of uh, six still. Uh, this is the next day. Okay. I only have four dice on the roll, but I do have a uh, do have etiquette. So you'll also be able to do other stuff too. Um, I just kind of want to get this out of the way real quick. Um, this is like a special know. interaction since you're interacting with the vampire, which nobody else is doing. Yeah, I uh, I'd like to butter him up and learn all about him, but I obviously can't do that. Why is it? Please just let me roll. Why does it hate me? Um, roll it at a six. Finally, that's one. Well, that's a success. That's, that's a success. Um, yeah, and I'll say that uh, you know, um, over the course of kind of meeting up with him and and kind of talking to him, you know, uh, short, you know, being short with him to a certain degree, things start like kind of opening up a little bit with him, though. After a while. Um, and he kind of goes into a thing about, uh, you know, you guys are just talking about vicissitude and stuff. So he kind of goes into a little bit more about what he kind of knows about vicissitude. Um, 
So from his understanding, vicissitude can infect anything that's living, dead, undead, um, and even infects plants and insects, but seldom does so, as it only uh, as only um, it can only gain sentience from a sentient host. So it's always seeking out sentient creatures. Um, this also kind of goes into the infecting the dead, um, unless the dead has been, you know, there's some kind of effect on them. Um, there's no sentience there anymore. However, there is a gray area of when you're dying or just freshly dead that they might be able to reanimate a host completely. Um, the infection grows over time and can prevail. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, there are, he also states that as far as he understands, there is absolutely no cure. It is impossible to remove the infection as doing so would kill the host, which is why he came up with the concept of destroying the spiritual entity that exists in order to rid the, the, the senti the other part of the sentience, the sentience of the, the, the disease itself and, and that, he would hope that that would er eradicate the disease by destroying its source. <clears throat> um, the infection does grow over time and can prevail in as little um, as a day or as long as a millennium, but eventually all will succumb to the thing that is inside of it. Um, soul eaters uh, slowly um, weave their way into the mind um, basically wrapping tentacles around the brain's, uh, the victim's heart and brain, extending into the mouth and eye sockets, up into the skull of the host, attaching to the back of the um, host's eyes. The um, soul eaters gnaw away at rotting flesh inside of kindreds. Um... And this is how they are able to reshape the bones and flesh at their will. Um, vicissitude gives great mastery over flesh and bone, but it also gives the ability to manifest the true form of a soul eater into these giant monstrous creatures um, made of flesh and bone that usually stand about eight feet tall, if not greater. Just out of curiosity, how about how big was uh, the professor at the race? Uh, Phaedra and and the professor were about eight feet tall and sound very okay. similar to what the hell this guy is talking about. Okay, I'm I'm making some connections. Uh, most soul leaders continue to use the appearance of the host, though some simply turn into big globs of flesh and ooze about. Um. The Euthanatos believe that the soul leaders may be tied to these entities known as the Nefandi, these alien beings um, that wish to bring destruction upon the world who live in the deep umbra. He also speaks of the worm that the uh, Lupins be uh, believe in. They also believe that the Fomori are a form of vicissitude. The, the uh, people that have been infected by the worm um, that become these creatures called Fomori.
Hmm. We can't get rid of it, eh? I'm sure you tried in your time. We've tried many times, that is for sure. But uh, we have developed some tests that have worked, but only in those that have exhibited the abilities of vicissitude. It is still able to hide deep inside, and if they have only been freshly infected, or the infection has not grown to the point of displaying the abilities of vicissitude, we are unable to identify the disease. Yeah, so you got to get to... How does it... Uh... Uh, you mentioned that it, 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 you, you, they, like they all drank each other's blood that one time. Um, is that the only? Is it transferred blood to blood, or how it does is that a work? it is a blood disease. It is can only be transferred through direct blood contact. Okay, like the right. ingestion okay. of the blood. Is that <clears throat> is that part important? Uh, is that why it's seems to be more rampant in the vampire community? Correct. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds that sounds good. Secretly racking my brain to think if I've ever drank any of Phaedra's blood. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not recently. Um, no, I think you guys only took the pill. You guys took yeah. the more synthetic version. Phaedra's the only one that drank an actual vial of blood. Uh, and that was when she hulked out that one time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Um, all right, I'm trying to... Does he say anything about how he wants to kill it when we get there? Um, his plan is to arrive on the planet and to plant the scepter into the ground, and it will oh, destroy yeah. the planet. Yeah, yeah, he's got his his his, his, his realm kill. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Um... Unless if he wants to talk about his childhood or anything like that, where he came from, some of the shit he's done. Uh, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, I won't I won't go into detail about it, but yeah, he'll kind of give you you know you guys kind of become cordial with each other with the, the kind of talking about your own past and stuff like that, just to kick around the time. Yeah, I have to respect the fact that he has. Uh, done way more things possibly than I can even hope to. Uh, and there's a lot though, to be learned there. Although the whole time I'm keeping him at arm's distance, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting close to him. I also give a healthy respect, we'll say. Nice. To the fact that uh, it is a, a vampire. He does spend most of his time talking about his mortal life more than his vampiric life. Um, he doesn't really talk about his vampiric life much, but he does love to talk about the old ways of Transylvania and or whatever that area is called in the 1700s. Oh, oh that's, uh, that's actually a lot of fun. I'm sure that it's probably um, has a lot more color in his memory than uh, after oh. he turned. Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, one thing I was going to bring up uh, that he inspired, you know, conversation inspired uh, to Robert. Actually, to everybody, but Robert's the one who would be doing the work. Uh, so he, he keeps referencing a consciousness for the world and for vicissitude in general. Yes. Are, uh, do you, how do you guys feel about the idea of trying to talk to it? 
via terrified uh, technology. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't mm-hmm. have to do it. But curious. I have already been talking to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh... Also, just putting this out there, has anything we've learned or done over the past week or two led to anything that we should be doing with our currently incapacitated vampire? Oh, that's a good point. You do have one that's pumped full of vicissitude. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is maybe I can try to find the spiritual connection, uh, the, the dimensional science connection between this uh, this planet and and the sleepy dude. Mm. Oh, yeah, I feel quantum is a good word to use there. The quantum. Yes. Yeah. There might quantum. be some sort of... Yeah, we have looked into that quantum entanglement of that before when we were thinking about trying to drink the vampire blood last time. Yeah, but I feel like we didn't have the... the... We definitely didn't have the understanding at that time. Yes. But... I feel like that would be the difference. Is that now we know quite a bit more. Although, honestly, I don't... I don't know what we're going to hope to, like... We talk to it. Would it? What if it talks back? Like that would be the worst case. So well, I don't. I don't think we should do it. I just was throwing it out there as an option. Here's what. Here's what I have. Did did I? You guys are aware that I drank that blood. Yeah. No. We we understand yep. that. Yep. We've been talking about vicissitude this entire time. I think it's about time I came clean. When we showed up at that planet uh, before we met Mr. Scepter, I don't know his name. What is his name? Alucard. Alucard. Uh, it spoke. Like you it, could hear it say words? Like it warned me not to g- get involved. It communicated. It, it's, yeah, it spoke. Oh, wow. Okay. It told you not to talk to that guy? Yeah. Which probably means I took it as a good thing because it, if it does not want me to talk to him, clearly I should. Yeah. But the, the, the converse part that's troubling is that means that it knew you were going to talk to him. Or at least, you know, like it had a sense. It's aware. Yes. It's aware of its surroundings and what I was going to do. Okay. Interrupt the signal. Yeah, I don't like that. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some. Robert, what I need you to do uh, is set me up a mental uh, safe room, if you will, for my consciousness. So well, you it... do have the things that prevent any influence. The the mental. Uh, devices. Yeah. True. But I'd rather have like a a more uh, personal one in case we have a a situation like that island, uh, the planet where your devices don't work. Yeah, something inside your brain opposed to relying on. uh... Oh, interesting. I see what you're saying. Something in wetware opposed to. See, I want to say tech, but like that's kind of goes against everything that I understand. Mm-hmm. I also need to start thinking of uh, a body 
backup plan. <laughs> also, uh, of top importance is uh, you're going to figure hey. out your uh, your name for your your Hulk Quick out question. Because we're going to probably have to kill it at some point. It's Don't insured. you have a clone of yourself? Not yet. Oh. Well, hopefully she doesn't turn into the hulked out form anymore. Because that was just a thing. That was a thing. Was a thing. <laughs> and if we're going to talk about naming things, we're going to have to name that thing that she made. I already came up with a name. What's his name? Insurance. <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> I'd have to think a little bit on being able to just block everything. But I think if you were willing to, me and you could definitely at least quickly work on like a type of kill switch, like like a like a sleeper like command or something for if you start going all crazy and we gotta just like shut you down is there a way where uh you might not be strong enough or or uh we might not have the technology available yet to do it uh i want to upload my consciousness to, I guess, like, a computer. Via Ooh. mind bullets. So I can just, if we do need to put, completely terminate me, I have a backup. Hmm. Let uh, me look. I'm, I'm feeling like we could, if we involved the digital web, it would be a lot easier to do that. True. But then we, it, you would also be there and not in a safe place, you know, on the ship. Could we just upload me to the ship? <laughs> I'm sure we could. I mean, like we'd have to do some. We might have to do some retrofitting, but I'm sure that we could. Uh, I'm sure we could requisition the right equipment. Well, I'm sure there's some hypertech that uh, does mind backups out there somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm this close to <laughs> that capability. Yeah, yeah. There's also the question of how uh, how uh, wide, you know, like if we start involving masters to help us, oh. well, they're going to wonder what they're helping with. <laughs> end up being a yeah, I, <clears throat> I I feel like I could try really hard and probably come up with a decent imitation of you but i don't know that i'm skilled enough to to really copy your consciousness yet well don't worry every day before i go to bed i've been keeping myself a log so <laughs> i already have most of me uploaded uh i just need the fail safe you know one of these episodes we're all gonna wake up in a vat and have to you know Figure out our own deaths. How did we die? What happened? I'm a very paranoid individual. I'm just and I care forward. about all of you. Oh, wait. Do I remember right that I get some kind of bonus when I'm in my like lab thing? Yeah, I believe you get a mind plus one. Oh, shit. I forgot about my bonuses. 
<laughs> um, well, that puts me a lot closer to possible. Yeah, I'd have to double check on. But I think I'm still coming up one short. I think I I really think that's a mind five thing. I do believe that is a mind five. We'll I can't make a true clone of myself, but I could probably grow a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I could do a decent imitation of you, but I don't think it would be you. <laughs> I can get my full consciousness. I just won't be my age. <laughs> what if, uh, what if we don't need to create a consciousness, but we just need to transfer? Move it? That's yeah. much more. Does that, does that make it? Does that maybe drop it down to at least something that's? Yeah, not from what I was reading. But oh, if really? Josh is for it, I'm in. <laughs> I would think that. Well, I think the problem is you we could maybe transfer one of our consciousnesses into something else, but it wouldn't like if we d get destroyed somewhere, it can't be a remote transfer at the time of death. Here's and, and we can't duplicate it yet. Here's, here's what I have to say. Cause I out of game uh, in my book, I do have that ability. My problem is I don't ha I don't have the ability to make the clones yet. Cuz I'm looking at duplicating yourself in how do you do that? Is uh, what I'm yeah. basing it off of. Yeah, that's I the one. I can take my consciousness and put it into a clone. Well, which book are you looking at, uh, Phaedra? Uh, the Progenitor. Proge oh yeah, yep, cuz the Progenitor has specific Oh, uh, okay. And have that ability. <laughs> yep, there's specific roads that myself. they've designed. So you're really close to to being able to just do that then. Yeah. My problem is I do not have the ability to make clones. What is the clone level required? Uh I believe it was I don't have the book with me right now, but I think it was life four. And that makes sense. Correspondence. That's why I went with correspondence first. Okay. Uh, I'm one, I'm almost there. <laughs> I wonder if we could get uh, if we could go to the progenitor department and no. get a clone on. No. No, I do not want anyone other than myself knowing who I am. Because once you get the schematic of someone else, you can start making them. I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> You're no, like, I don't want the progenitors to know my shit. That, that feels right. That <laughs> yeah. feels right. There also is going to be a hundred phages running around. <laughs> oh no, that would be terrifying. There can be only one. <laughs> turns into Highlander. All right. Well, I think this is a good, good kind of drop-off point here for us to. Uh, kind of do a little bit more research into some things um you guys kind of have you know some database information that you guys can um look up on some of this stuff phaedra is trying to figure out what's going on with her um her vicissitude that's cons consuming her at this point and um I think at this point we'll kind of call it uh right here I'm gonna give everybody um I think it's a really really good uh very very roleplay heavy game. This is awesome. So I'm going to give everybody five experience points. And um, next week we'll start up and you'll have um, one more week.
before arriving at the planet of flesh and bone. Yay. Ooh, I am getting very close to some very cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, you guys are progressing along quite nicely. So I'm, I, I, would, I just updated uh, all of you guys' character sheets in, uh, in, in Twitch here because your character sheet's listed on Twitch. And oh, cool. uh, yeah, you guys, you guys are looking really nice. Um, and I, um, so you're all almost masters. Um, everybody's level four Arate, except for Malachi, who's at level five. So Malachi, you're actually a master mage at this point. I mean, according to <laughs> Mage the Ascension, <laughs> you still haven't got the sphere of five yet, which would be the one thing that you're missing. So once you get that, then you'll be fully uh honored as basically we'll have to take a look more into what the technocracy calls it but uh but basically it'll be at the rank of master well, that'll probably happen with prime but i have a feeling that it's a long way out it's gonna be a little bit <laughs> prime five is a lot of fucking experience yeah my spheres are my spheres are really empty i put it all into a ret um I have a total of seven dots in yeah. my, all of the spheres combined. <laughs> I'm only at nine. That's yeah, okay. Most yeah. of mine are ones. Um, yeah. What is the cost for a sphere? I will ask this every time. I believe it's five <laughs> times uh, what you're buying for your primary one, um, and then f uh, seven times what you're buying for... It's either seven or eight for the... Oh wow! So I, I thought it was eight and seven. I'm pretty. I'm almost a hundred percent sure it's five times what you're buying for your primary. So if it's like prime or, uh, are we going out of the mage twenty book on that? Yeah, mage twenty book on this one. Let's look it up because I I think uh, I think it's somewhere in the middle actually. Quester experience. Echo Okay. Character creation here. Why is this so hard to find? Oh. <laughs> An experience chart. I have, if I I have my DM scheme screen back at home, and that has it looking really easily available for me. Memorized what page it is on. Where is it? I feel like the index should have been able to turn these. And I know I've got this PDF in like four different. I need it. I, I just tried to Google it, and I, they told me what experience is. And I'm like, yes, I am aware of what experience <laughs> is in the game. I don't... But there was no link to... Okay, so this definitely website doesn't seem like it's trustworthy at all. Oh, this is for a game. This is for Hunter. I mean, this looks right to me. Mage XP <laughs> 10, 10 for the new Dotnosphere. Yep. Uh, for a new sphere and then eight times new for non-specialty sphere and then seven times new for your tradition sphere mm, 
That doesn't sound great. That feels right to me. What's uh what's a ret cost in that? What is it list a ret as? Uh eight times new. Yeah, okay. that's great. I'm gonna find this page. Too far away from it. Hmm. Here we go. Frickin' A. Wow, I can't believe I can't uh, <laughs> find this uh, chart here. Okay, so I found the combat charts now. Great. Search what I'm looking for. Where did you find that, uh, Mike? That just uh, I just I did M20 experience cost spheres on Google, and it was on a website. And <laughs> Mike. My other computer is still trying to search for the Mage 20 uh, PDF that I know is in there somewhere. Okay. On another website, it's the same as what I said before. Well, maybe that is right then. Maybe I'm off on the f times five for the. Yeah, I thought it was eight and seven. I'm really in surprised which... that they don't have anything that just. Okay, experience. This is the start here, and you'll. Well, it's usually in the character creation section. Character creation, game systems, and that's It's like leveling up usually. Well, yeah, usually you can just look in the back and look for experience, and then you can find exactly where. But it goes essence, you know, environmental hazards. They skip experience somehow. Let's see how, how they would do that with their index. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever why you would skip experience as being one of the most important words. Because it's not, they don't call it leveling up. Rules and character creeps. 239. Here we go. Character creations. Experience points cost. Yep, you're right, 100%. Yep. New ability is 3. New sphere, 10. Affinity sphere, the one that you're good with, is times 7. Other sphere is times 8. Arate is times 8. Attribute is times 4. Ability is times 2. Background times 3. Willpower is 1. Alright. Well, I am buying my third <laughs> dot in dimensional science then. All right, cool. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap it on up here, and uh, we will be back next week. Good night. Good night, everybody. Later, everybody.